0: we are now live well hopefully for a while it kind of depends on well we're doing it early enough where the hurricane isn't going to mess up the
1: uh... oh <laughs> i was wondering what are you talking about
0: no we're live by the way so i oh, okay. want to share you can go right ahead and let the world know let all your your peeps know okay bum, bum, bum. are you ready yeah, wow. you See that quick? That was quick. Wow! Right? Are you wearing tie dye today? Look. <laughs> nice. okay.
1: You know what the you know what Bucky's uh, what Bucky's is? You what know what Bu- Bucky's um, is, right? Bucky's. You don't know what Bucky's is? I
0: don't think so. You don't know what Bucky's is, right there? <clears throat> I mean, it looks familiar. It's a it's
1: a gas station. It's a Texas gas station, oh, but no. they have two of them here on on ninety five. They oh. built two of them. It's cheap gas. Over a hundred pumps. Over a hundred gas pumps. They sell every flavor of beef jerky you could think of. Well, then there you go. And um, <laughs> it's a good barbecue. Okay. Uh, it's more than a gas station, man. Well, so when I was getting my surgery, is
0: this like a promo right now? What we're doing here? Pretty much. Are we getting was, paid for this?
1: Well, from my hospital when I was getting my surgery, I'd walk the end of the hall and I could see Bucky's and I said, I want Bucky's. So <laughs> I, when I couldn't talk and couldn't walk really well, the big thing with the family was Bucky's. So it's become a thing now.
0: It's so much more than a gas station. There's a piece of
1: Texas with me while I
0: was getting that surgery. <laughs> yeah, okay. man. It was a big deal. Sure. Big deal. Yeah. So, right. so
1: My kids, have, uh, we've all grabbed onto it. I
0: got a, I got, a, I
1: got a Bucky's uh, uh, Halloween th- shirt now, too. Dana got everybody. Okay. Match. I'm not a matching kind of guy, but I got it.
0: Okay, well, on that note, I'm gonna go ahead and roll the intro. Yeah, roll it.
1: Shut up and sit down.
0: Boom. Boom. And uh for those of you who live anywhere near us locally, that might be a sound that you hear soon with the uh, Transformers <laughs> popping. Um, hey what's up everybody welcome to dope and dharma this is the dharma yeah. time edition we haven't had this in a while yeah. because uh, our celebrity over here has been uh, you know traveling the world on his speaking tour yeah. um and of course i'm talking about the the one and only the dope doctor and what's i am up, i am of course uh I am still the dharma guy last i checked um and uh, yeah so this is dope and dharma dharma time we're talking about victimhood today Uh, before i get into all that let me first say uh thank you for everybody who's watching make sure you like and subscribe it does help uh you can check us out live on um, our shows on mondays tuesdays and fridays on facebook youtube and twitch under dope and dharma and then of course as always you can listen at your leisure on whatever major podcasting platform you prefer um i think a lot of people off of itunes really like us so that's cool um anyway so today is tuesday um we are in Florida. We have a hurricane bearing down upon us. And and actually, did you see the eleven o'clock update? No. What's it? Yeah, in, yeah. Right thing. through it. Right through here. Yeah, it's taking a Charlie turn. It's a bit, well. First of all, it's still a little too early because they don't quite know how things are going to impact it. But um, as the newer models have come out, it's been taking more of a an easterly thing. And so the one I just watched about an hour ago um, shows that it's going to hit south of tampa right around port charlotte and kind of move up at a diagonal thing and right in the middle of it is orlando <laughs> wow. so, uh yeah uh good times okay. um I, i'm still not worried uh, so i need big,
1: to i need to get my propane up and my gas up
0: um i don't know if it's going to make it out that far i mean you'll get the outer bands uh it's a pretty large storm so you'll, well, you'll get the outer bands for sure Florida's is this big bro <laughs> yeah um i uh it's supposed to be a category four when it makes landfall, it's supposed to be a oh, three. Uh. By the time it gets to us in Orlando, it's supposed to be like a one uh, with 85-mile-an-hour sustained winds. Um, I, I don't want to sound like that, dude, but, you know, it doesn't fit my personal parameter of things that I get freaked out about. Um, <laughs> it's only because of my location. I'm so far inland, and I've been here for over 20 years. I've seen so many different paths of hurricanes. Um, I have my own little, based upon what I've seen, you know, and I think living in Florida, you're like a pseudo meteorologist, right? Like we get, we, we, we get inundated with so much info that we can start using words and terms that like, you know, I never thought I'd be using. So, um, I do, I have my own set of parameters that I look yeah. at that worry me or don't worry me. And I, and I knock on wood, I've never been wrong thus far. Um, and so this one does not currently fit, you know, um, it's close. Like it, it's, you know, it, it, it checks off a couple boxes, but not enough for me to get worried about. So I'm still good at the moment. Uh, Trinity, I
1: don't know about that, man. I look, I got to say, um, if it hits land at four, or three, uh, Florida's small enough where you, everybody should at least be prepared. Um, well, I've yeah, never I mean, been in this house with a hurricane. Sure. This is my first time in this house with a hurricane. Like so you're still in, this,
0: early in a hurricane though. Like you're going to get the outer bands. Like you're not in the path. I think everybody in Florida is
1: in a hurricane. Bro. It's it's, it's Florida yeah, yeah. big, bro.
0: But but but
1: but the point is, is that I'm in a treehouse, Trinity. I'm in a treehouse, <laughs> yeah. really, right? So so it, it's four little levels. So take a for those of you that don't know. So take a two story house, right? Two stories, and do this. So it becomes four. It becomes four levels, right? And then I have wood. The whole back is wood deck. The whole back yeah. is an enormous, yeah. cool wood deck thing, and then I got trees all around me. Yeah. You're gonna and potentially got,
0: be in trouble if it goes that I'm, way. And right. I'm
1: on a par five, so being on a par five, there's this hole, so wind can really get a good little, you know, it can get a good run, yeah, <laughs> just like a, just like a golf ball can get a good run. Now <laughs> down, down the par five, uh, wind can can knock me for. So I don't know. We we lose power. With just a regular thunderstorm, so so I need to go get my gas up. I need to get my propane up. I'm not afraid for my life, but but I I am afraid to 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 not have uh, the 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 nicer things in life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean I have the essentials. Um, I have solar, so I'm not really worried about power going out. Yeah, your panels gas... are gonna fly off. <laughs> yeah, um, I have a gas oven, so I can still cook if it does go out. Like I, I I'm good. I'm not really too worried about it it's just gonna plus where i'm located in my my cul-de-sac i'm literally like the perfect spot because usually when the hurricanes come the wind is like in front of my house from left to right and and so my left side of my house there's nothing my houses and stuff to to block it all now if my (laughs) house was like there's a guy at the end of my street i I would hate to be him literally at the end of my street where everything is going down this corridor he's right at the end right so like his front of his house is is completely open so um anyways yeah i'm i'm screwed bro I'm, I'm, i listen yeah, yeah. I, I like i'm way
1: too close uh to the coast if it has those flip you know how the back backing does that that whipping yeah. that whipping and so i i just look i just never been here for a hurricane i've never been this high up during a hurricane you know what i mean i i, yeah. I like being lower to the ground in a block home i'm in a, i'm in a wood home in a treehouse i'm literally in a treehouse trinity yeah. <laughs> I'm, so
0: I'm in bored. a block home so i'm good I'm not, anyways but, um <clears throat> so anyway for those of you who are watching this live i loved know, you all i loved you all i've enjoyed all these years thank yeah. you very
1: much for for the beautiful life
0: <laughs> if you're watching it live and you're anywhere near florida i hope uh you and your family are yeah. safe and making whatever preparations you need to make yeah. to best get through it um i do believe georgia and things of that nature are the most likely next spot so um if you're up there and you're listening or watching then I, I you know i hope you guys are probably not as used to this as we are so hopefully you're taking the necessary precautions um yeah I at hope the end day, it is right. serious it I is hope. serious i mean it's yeah. it's you know if you are in certain areas you're screwed potentially so you know do take it seriously do understand um you know where you're at what you need to do right, uh, right. in order to get through it safely for sure um and
1: and, and you know uh my heart's still in puerto rico uh, like i talked to my aunt this morning uh my dad's side just so you know I, I claim Mexican because you know my mother's side's all Mexican I was raised here you know around uh the border the Mexican border, so I'm more Mexican in my in my culture uh but I am half Puerto Rican from my dad's side, but they all live in Puerto Rico and uh they're all right, you know they they got all their power back you know to you know I, I think uh this morning my uncle got his power back on his farm, so uh wow. he's able to milk all those cows because that's you know it's like <laughs> losing twenty thousand dollars a day when you have to throw oh, away milk. wow, yeah. Or, you know, that's a lot. So so to for Mexico to lose power, it ca- it's a very expensive thing when you own industry yeah. uh, in a place like that. So their infrastructure still sucks. Um, but <laughs> yeah. They're all but they're all good. So so thankfully, you know, for those in Puerto Rico, there's so many of you in Puerto Rico that still don't have power, that still don't have water, yep. uh, that are still flooded. Uh, you know, I feel for you as well. So we, we should at least mention that
0: and um right Cuba, now know who knows he was getting happened. hammered at the moment but because of their embargoes and things of that nature we don't get any like live coverage right. from there right. um right. but uh yeah i mean they are get hit pretty hard um yeah. especially on the west side of it but um yeah i, I guess you know moving on so w- once we got all that taken care of let's right. get the show going all right what <clears throat> are you talking uh, about again <laughs> yeah victimhood um and having said that we may or may not be on air friday kind of just depends on power and and things of that nature but um got my kayaks (laughs) well that's all that matters uh so victimhood man so full disclosure we we decided to uh uh, talk about today's topic from last night's couch live um once again for those of you who don't watch us on the regular we do another show called the couch live on monday evenings uh centered around drug and alcohol related issues but we also dive into you know family issues as well um, and it's locally here on um, 1680 um, AM and then 100.7 FM as well um, from what, eight to nine locally. And then, of course, we re-aired on YouTube and whatnot. But anyways, we had a really cool guest on there last night, Wante. Um, he was talking about uh, his life and second chances and kind of just, you know, the things he has been through and, and, and overcame them and, and turned into, by all accounts, a, a good man. You know, good man, a good father, a good mm-hmm. husband, um, and I think it led him and I, uh, Dope Doctor and I, to talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of us have been dealt different hands throughout life, right? And mm-hmm. I think it's it's interesting to kind of see the dynamic that that creates, right? Yeah, I think we all know, like two people, right? Like one person who has been through the most devastating things that you can possibly imagine but they're like the nicest, most optimistic people you've ever met, right? Like, I know, I think we all know at least one person. It's just like, how are, how are they so nice? Yeah. Um, and then we also know another person who maybe, um, not to belittle somebody's pain, but they might not have been through things that we would look at and say, oh, my gosh, that's horrendous that you've been through it. Um, to them, it might very well be, but from the outside looking in, it just looks like a normal life maybe. Right. Um, but those people are just angry. They're angry. They're bitter. They blame everybody for their problems. It's always this person's that thing. You know, it's it's my boss. It's my ex. It's my you know my neighbor. You know, if they do this, it's just always somebody. Always. And, and I think we know those two people, right? Like I think we all have at least one of the one of each of those people in our lives somehow, some way. Yeah. Um, I know that. Um, I think I was the angry one when I was really young. Um, as I was growing up, I definitely was angry and I blamed. The world. You know, I blame my father. I I blame the the neighborhood. I blamed everybody around me, and I was fortunate enough to come across some individuals in my life who kind of showed me that that wasn't really the case. And so I think I was corrected from that mentality pretty early. You know, my mom didn't let me be one either. Um, (laughs) So for those who know, my mom was a bit of a battle axe. So, Um, but yeah, I, I I definitely was more of that you know, version, I guess when I was younger, wow. um, I see it now. In my son, who's like 11, mm. you know, I have some behavioral issues with him at school he'll act up or something. And I'm talking to him he's always like, well, my, my freaking teacher. I'm like, hold up. Like your teacher didn't do anything to you. First of all, you guys aren't equals. Okay. Like your teacher's the authority in the room and she has the right to tell you to go sit down and do something. She doesn't have to be respectful to you. I mean, she right. should be, but she doesn't have to be right. Um, and so like, or when the two of them, you know, his sister and him fight about something, you know it's always well she did this she didn't do i'm like oh it's always somebody else isn't it buddy <laughs> like so i'm trying to break him of that habit you know uh, right. but i expect that of like a you know yeah. eight nine ten eleven year old i, I, oh. I kind of yeah they, they, that's kind of where they're at yeah um i don't however expect it from adults well mm. i do but i don't yeah. want to <laughs> I, I was gonna say you don't, you yeah. don't
1: expect it yeah when i I look around i expect there's some that are pretty damn predictable brother (laughs) yes
0: um and it shouldn't be that way right as adults we're supposed to have matured and overcome that concept Mm -hmm. of the perpetual victim right things are constantly happening to you and and so i think that we need to kind of like discuss that today right like the difference because there is a difference between victimhood and being a victim right like we are all victims at one point in our lives to something Mm-hmm. Victim doesn't necessarily imply, you know, a horrible crime or something like that. A victim can be anything. Somebody just somebody could have flipped you off in traffic. You're technically a victim of that behavior. um So, victim is is something that you are unable to control. Something that happens from somebody else uh, uh, that impacts you in some sort of way. Like so, we all have that experience. However, I think where it becomes dangerous and what we see a lot of at the moment is victimhood, that victimhood mentality to where your go-to now is always, it's somebody else's fault. This person did this. And and while that might be the case, I think what we need to cover today is at the end of the day, no matter what's happening to you, you are still responsible for your feelings. You're still responsible for your reactions to whatever happens, your responses to those things around you. And so I think that is where we're going to take it today. So having said all that, do you have any immediate thoughts that you want to put out there?
1: Uh, yeah. Well, my first thought is that some people do get stuck in, in, in a place of embracing that victim hood. Yeah. Um, and you can't embrace it. Uh, look, if your mind goes there, it's very normal and natural that your mind may go there. Um, uh, because sometimes you, you're calling it a reason or this yeah. is what inspired it or encouraged me to think a certain way or led me to, to think or be a certain way. Okay. But at the end of the day, none of us really care. Um, We care about what you're going to do about it. We care about how your behavior or your attitude affects us. Um, That's the the, the reality of life. Uh, Everybody out there that says they care, they care for minutes and moments until it affects them. Okay, so so we all want to be empathetic. You know, that's a a, that's also part of being human. We want to be empathetic. We want to believe in you. We want to to feel for you. We want to hug you. We want to we want to embrace you. Uh, but if you make it too difficult by just focusing on how you're a victim of a certain thing, and fail to 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 put any initiative or or, or responsibility on yourself for what you contributed to that situation, then I no longer want to believe in you. It's like it's like it's like going for the underdog is good, but if the underdog just sits there and quits, I don't want to go for the underdog. Move over, then, man. You know what I mean? I want, but I want to go for the underdog. It's I find myself naturally always going for the underdog. And you know, you know how I know that's normal and natural because no matter what reality show I watch, whoever the America's favorite tends to be. Guess what? I, I was rooting for that same person. We we tend to a lot. We tend to think right. a lot. People we tend to think alike. Uh, movies they tend to show us uh, the underdog winning. Why do they do it? Because we like that. You yeah. notice the big, rich and powerful person never wins on TV. The big, rich, powerful always turns into the bad person because for some reason, all of us are anti that in a weird way, which doesn't <laughs> make any sense because we all want that. But then we're like, if you have it, we, we hate you. Uh, but <laughs> but if they create that same rich, and powerful person to be someone that it was an underdog at some point, you know, there is some under underdogness in them as well. Maybe it's not financially. Maybe it's not. Uh, by certain things that you may call privileged, but everybody has a sense of being a victim of a situation. So I like the way you said that Trinity, because it could be, it could be within the household that we don't know about. It could be, it could be a a personal uh, verbal aggression or verbal abuse or physical abuse, um, that we don't know about. Uh, it could be sexual trauma that we don't know existed in, in their life. Um, it could be all kinds of things. There's so many different ways to be a victim, but I think we get stuck on 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 only categorizing like a couple of different ways that people could be a victim, yeah. and and whoever's the loudest gets all the attention. Rather than no, we are all we are all victims of something. Yep. You know, we're just not uniting under under a certain banner. Uh, so like right now, Ukraine is a victim. You know, I I, 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 I don't <laughs> yeah. I, you know like I'm looking out my window right now. My neighbor has a Ukrainian flag. I'm looking at my my. I, I don't, I don't know if it was purposeful, but, you know, Dahlia put a, a, a Band-Aid on me, uh, on my foot uh, <laughs> two days ago, and it's a Ukrainian colors Band-Aid. Uh, yeah, it's very sweet. Uh, you know, nobody's out there with a, with a Russian flag right now. Does that mean we're anti-Russian? No, we love Russia. Russians, look, there's a lot of great Russian people. We, You know, hopefully you out there know someone that's really cool in Russian. I do. I do. I have some, some good Russian friends that I really like. But but if I would put a Russian flag out right now, very <laughs> insensitive, very bad timing, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. So there's no, no, give like it that. a shot and see what happens.
0: Yeah. So there's things
1: like that where, you know, uh, sometimes people parade behind a banner because of some sort of victim stance. Yeah. OK. But that doesn't mean the other side is bad all the time. It just means that, that, that you're struggling with. <laughs> but we don't love Russia. Uh, you, you know, I, I love Russians. I didn't, you know, <laughs> how about <laughs> that? Um. Uh, but but when you embrace it and, and you soak in it for too long, it becomes who you are. And, yeah. and, and it's like uh, learned helplessness. You know, we yep. have that research and study. That's all you with, see. Yeah, with a mice, uh, you know, when they felt like it was impossible to get out the box, you could take the sides off the box and they no longer move. They stood still. It was learned helplessness. That's a real deal. Yep. We have studied that psychologically. We know that that happens in people, which is why uh, I think Trinity and I are so anti some of the movement that's happening right now with which is allowing certain groups of individuals who have been victimized in 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 life and in, and in this country in this world for a while to to don't don't allow yourselves to get placed in a victim mentality and embrace that too much though because if you do then you, you can't get out it's actually a way of paralyzing you so yes. you think that people are caring for you you think that people are on your side but what's really happening is that you're being paralyzed and you're being stuck and then you can't move and then you can't you can't become better because no matter what your failure is, you'll take it as a, the, the failure, like with the big F rather than a failure is a motivating factor.
0: Well, and, and it's contagious. <clears throat> That's the other thing I don't like about it oh, is it, it, it spreads like a poison yeah, it um, because it's easy, right? It's easy to point to the big bad, you know, whatever that might be. Um, as an example, I like what Richard wrote here. Um, he commented once again on Facebook live. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, um, as a society, we have lost the ability to fail and use failure to learn and grow. Anytime we struggle, we want to blame the quote unquote system or others because we no longer have the ability to accept our missteps in life. Right. Um, yeah, you know, like uh, uh there's a really big one that I saw the other day. Um, and I'm not gonna focus in on this specifically for too long because it's just it's just happenstance. Okay. Um, but I do think it bears mentioning because I see it oh god, I see it a ton um, from people. Um, have you have you seen the whole and this goes both ways like forever is listening to this. I'm just this is the one that I saw. Um, have you ever seen the, the, the postings about how there's like no good men out there. Right. Like, you know, are, are there any good men left? All men are bad or whatever. No, those um, are your friends on my friends
1: on Facebook and Instagram are very well I have a wide friends.
0: array. <clears throat> I don't even know half the people on my Facebook, to be honest with you. <laughs> well apparently the ones um,
1: that the ones that you, that you see their feed are very well, different. I see
0: both. Uh but yeah, my whole point though is is something that doesn't get talked about a lot huh. when it comes to that is it's that mentality is a victimhood of hey, there's nobody good out there and they're hurting me. They don't want to acknowledge that your picker's broken. Yep. You know, like there are good people. So if you're a, if you're a guy and you're saying there's no good women out there, or if you're a woman and saying there's no good men out there, you're the problem, Yeah. right? Like it's not them. They're being who they are. Like you can't expect a table to be a chair. For those of you who know me who've been in my stuff, you know exactly what I mean by that. And so it, that's on you. You know, you have to understand that, that there are good people out there. And if, if they're not in your life, then what are you doing to not right. attract them to you? You know, you're, you're picking, you're valuing certain things that, that maybe are leading you to pick somebody who isn't good for you. You know, the, the, idea that you've had a bad situation with somebody doesn't mean now that they're all bad. That's the victimhood mentality. It's, I had no role in this whatsoever. I'm a perfect, wonderful person. And this person just showed up my life and did things to me. Right. No. You sought that person out, something about them you deemed attractive, you welcomed them into your life, and right. it turns out to be who they exactly who they were. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you overlook certain things until it became a problem, and then you stopped overlooking them. And, and so we have to take some accountability. We have mm-hmm. to look inward and say, Look, man, I put myself here. My the most the most amazing phrase I think I've heard in, in, in probably in my life, man. Like I gotta be honest, I love this phrase. And I remember the first moment that I heard it and I've stolen it ever since. And I've used it every, like at least once a day, I use it. Um, it, it was you, myself, and he who will not be named. We were at uh, the Toyota dealership getting my truck and we were sitting down and the two of you guys were having a conversation um, and, and, and he was talking about his introduction to uh, uh, rehab. You know, he was, he was new in the rehab and he was kind of sitting around and the guy who, I guess the owner of the rehab Would walk by him every day and look at him and say, Hey, remember, your best thinking got you here. Mm -hmm. When I first heard that, my immediate thoughts were like, Those are fighting words. That's like, What do you, what? Like, I'm ready. But it's true, though, right? Like, if you think about it, wherever you're at in your current life is typically not like a standalone thing, it's a series of decisions and a series of events that led you right where you're at. And you had a role to play in that. Like it didn't just happen to you. And the victimhood mentality doesn't allow you to see that the victimhood mentality. The reason why it's so dangerous um, is because it's so easy to blame the big bad. It's so easy to be like, Nope, I'm good. I don't need to work on anything. I'm doing all the right stuff. It's just this big bad just keeps coming and do all these things to me. And if you keep thinking that, then eventually you do get paralysis. You just don't move. Cause what's the point? Everything you do, the big bad is going to get you. So why even try, right. um, you know, and then the people in your life who are actually genuinely good for you or opportunities that come, that might be great for you. You won't change those behaviors and you won't take advantage of those opportunities because in your head, the big bad is going to ruin it. You right. know, it's what was me. Um, and, and then you just turn into this perpetual you know, person who's just constantly like, Oh, this bad happened to me. And right. then you start to find those, th- those behaviors in others that's what i mean by it's infectious you start to find other people who kind of feel the same way who relate to that and you start bringing those people into your life and then it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy then it starts to get really out of hand and then you notice that you're surrounded by a bunch of people who all blame the big bad as well right and so you're all just kind of enabling one another to just have this this victim mentality that's getting you nowhere and it's actually hurting you actively and then the Hmm. problem with that is typically what happens is the people in your life that aren't in the the, the victimhood mm-hmm. mentality who could help you, right? You'll notice that they start to distance themselves because yeah. they don't believe that way and they don't want to be brought down. They might try to help, but if you snap at them or judge them or whatever, then they just they they start to kind of cut ties a little bit, and you'll notice that they just don't hang around anymore. And so, like the people who could actually help you are distancing themselves. The people who are going to continue right. to hold you down are getting more prevalent in your life. Next thing you know, you look back five, six, seven years, life has gotten pretty bad right and, and and all you want to do is blame everybody else and that is why we're talking about this is because it's dangerous go ahead
1: yeah and just everything is a barrier i mean it, there's so many barriers in life right you know, there's so many different things that are going to create a barrier for you for you for that make it a little bit more difficult for you to advance your position however you want to advance it um but do you know you know what pike's peak is if i say pike's peak you of know what all right, so so I used to live in Colorado Springs for a while when I was exiled from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole other story. Yeah. So uh, so I lived in Colorado Springs, and I used to go to Pike's Peak. And Pike's Peak, um, if you don't know what it is, it's one of the highest peaks. I think it's probably you know it's the second most highest peak in, in 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 the United States, I believe. Right.
0: I think so. Anyway, it's very high
1: in Colorado, right? It's real high right there in Colorado Springs. You can't get to Pike's Peak going straight up. Can't get there. You got it. You got to do this. You got to do a lot of this. If you've ever driven up a mountain, I don't care what size the mountain is, it doesn't go straight up. You know, you may buy a ticket for an incline and go straight up, but you're not going to you're not going to drive up. And that's life. man. in order to get to a point in your life, in order to 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 fulfill a certain ideology, uh, a, a certain um, expectation uh, or a goal, there's going to be some barriers that get in the way and you've got to navigate those barriers. Well, one of the most difficult barriers to navigate is your own thinking. The, the way you process your thought. Uh, so I, 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 by the way, I am bothered that, that, that whenever you think, because it's a great life lesson, your best thinking got you here. We've all used it in our groups. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've used that in group a million times. I hate that that individual was the first person you heard it from. <laughs> and so you always think of him uh, when you think about that yeah, lesson. Yeah. And I know the people that have seen me in, in counseling all these years, they're like, uh, wow, he had to hear it from him instead of you, Louis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, well, he's uh, anyway, the first person
0: who I heard. I, I,
1: no, I, I get it. I get it. But it's so it's, it's crazy. But anyway, I gotta, it's my ego, Trinity. I'll live with it. I'm, both, sure. I'm okay. Uh, I'm not a victim here. Uh, but, but the point is, is that they, they, you know, we, we constantly try to manipulate situations, and we got all these little, you know, we try to dip and dodge situations, and sometimes it works in our lives. So we tend to 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 get carried on with that and do it again and again and again. And that's the problem: with getting away with things. Sometimes is we tend to repeat behaviors that we get away with. Um, but in this case, uh, these are things that we're not getting away with. Like it's becoming uh, 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 hard to achieve. And yet, like what Trinity was saying, we find others that are also struggling with that same thing. And then they, they they, you all quit together. And when you quit in a group and when you're in mass, you tend to then really get solidified in your thinking. Uh, and it's like when we say, Trinity, you can go to any bar in town and just complain <laughs> about your wife, any bar. I don't care what bar, well, you know. Make sure there's some men in it. Uh, but you, well, probably you can go to an all-female bar and still complain about your wife, and they'll probably all really be down with it. Yeah. Uh, the point is you can go to any bar in town and just sort of say, oh, my wife, this, bye-bye. And, uh, but if you go into a bar and just go, hey, can we all just hold hands and sing kumbaya or love each other for the moment or just pray? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just easier to be negative. It's easier yeah. to get people riled up. It's easier to get of people course. talking smack than to get people on the same page. And, and, and so these things are infectious, and these things are uh, debilitating. And, and unfortunately they're usually rooted in a little bit of truth and because they're rooted in just enough truth, it could, it, 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 it can freeze you. It can paralyze you and it, and it can get you stuck with yes, but I need you to say this to me first, or I need you to at least acknowledge it first. No, you don't need us to believe it. You don't need us to acknowledge it. You don't need us to apologize for it. You don't need us to, to, to embrace it. You don't need us to agree with you. You need none of that. You have to somehow process mentally through it however you do that whether it be your faith whether it be your philosophy whether it be you know some sort of spiritual measure it whatever it is but you have to process it this is your battle to fight this world cannot apologize to you enough to make you feel any better trust me there's no apology out here that anyone can make there's no amount of money or restitution anybody can pay you for for any wrong you've been given. Your your biggest wrong is your self wrongs, is how, how you've implemented it upon yourself. You are You have paralyzed yourself more than anybody else can. You've hurt yourself more than anybody else can. You have lied to yourself more than anybody else can. You have let yourself down more than anybody else can. Therefore, this world can't fix this problem. But I can assure you this world can stay exactly as ugly and as bad as you think it to be. And yet you can still be successful in it and you can still achieve in it. We've seen that time and time again with many individuals. There's many of us that have had things happen to us uh, where, uh, you know, based on your measurement, maybe it's not bad enough. But based on our measurement, it's the worst thing that ever could happen to us. And yet we've achieved and yet we've done well. Yet we're happy. Yet we're full of joy. So that can happen. Um, You just have to kind of ask yourself, you know, what is it that I'm, 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 I'm refusing to give up? What is it I'm telling myself that just makes me just say stay here and, and just I'm just unable to put some things together to so, to take some some advice or to take some suggestions and and then to just do it, you know the reason the, the the Nike thing worked that just do it is because it was everyone could relate to it. There was no Nike was brilliant when it came up with a just do it because they knew they came up with a three uh, word phrase that not one individual in the world couldn't relate to just do it regardless of what you think what you feel uh you know who to blame just do it and they man they they struck gold with that yeah
0: mm-hmm. I, I think for me that's that's kind of the difference though between victim and victimhood right mm-hmm. that is the biggest difference and, and so in other words i'm not trying to trivialize anything that anybody's gone through like many people have gone through some very very horrendous things in their lives right Um, and that sucks and it leaves like scar tissue and it, and it, and it gives us an opportunity to, you know, either grow or not. Um, and it's sad that that's what it is, but that's what it is, right? Like we don't have the ability to, to bubble wrap anybody and make sure that they never experience anything that would victimize them. Um, but the difference between that and victimhood are the people who are able to see that as a momentary blip as something that has happened but it doesn't define them. That's not who they are that, you know, they don't have to live their life forever and, you know, and introduce themselves to everybody as the victim of whatever it was. Right. It doesn't have to be your identity. And I think that's the biggest, biggest difference between victimhood and victim. Like one of the things that we, uh, last night when you asked uh, Monte, you asked him about uh, being a father. Um, and I wish we had more time last night to go over, but yeah. we can go over it now because we have okay. the time. Yeah. <clears throat> and so, I've, I've won, I, if I had a dollar for every time I've heard the excuse made, either by this person or for this person, um, not a person in particular, but the proverbial person. Um, sure. You know, sure what, what would you would you sure. expect right? Like they don't know how to be a dad because they didn't have a dad. So would yeah. you expect right? Bullshit. <laughs> like no, I had a horrible father. My dad was horrible. Right. He hasn't been in my life since I was like, I don't know, six, except for like one phone call at 13. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the six years he was there was violent and horrible, like a horrible, horrible dad scarred me beyond you know anything I ever knew and affected me in ways that still happen to this day. And yet I don't do any of that to my children. I've never once raised my hands on my kids. Matter of fact, that was a point of contention between my mother and I, because my mother was not necessarily excited about the idea that I wasn't going to spank my kid Mm -hmm. because she spanked me when I was a kid. And actually you're one of the ones when you told me that one day we're like, yeah, nobody in prison's ever been spanked. It was like, oh yeah, he's kind of right. There's no data to back it up, right? It's more of a personal feeling. Like, you know, that's how I was raised. That's what I'm going to do. But regardless, I don't do any of that stuff to my children ever. Matter of fact, I fought hard to be in their lives to make sure that I guaranteed my, my place in their life. Um, I go to all the parent teacher conferences, I, you know, I, I do all these things uh, and, and I didn't have the role model, you know, and so instead <clears throat> for me, what it was, was number one, I knew how much it sucked to have either no dad or a crappy dad. And, and so I could empathize with my children and what that would feel like. So I didn't want them to have those same feelings. So therefore, I tried to deliver in ways that I didn't have delivered to me. Um, And then uh, I agree with Wante as far as the kids teach you kind of how to be a father. They kind of do. You know, if you listen, if you pay attention, they tell you what they need. I mean, it's pretty obvious what they need. Like when they're little babies, they're crying or whatever; they need something. As they get older, you know, they they're acting out, they're showing attention, they're showing you that they need something. You just gotta pay attention. Um, And the other way I did it, it sounds. It sounds kind of stupid, I guess, but, um, the other, we'll see the dog agrees. Um, the other way that I, I think that helped me was a, I, I, well, at, at an earlier age, <clears throat> excuse me, at an earlier age, I saw a lot of what I thought to be good fathers on TV, believe it or not. Um, <clears throat> I, I saw, <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say his name, um, the Huxtables, right? Like, you know, on TV, the dude was a good father you know eh, not so much a good person off the camera but at least on tv you know he was a good solid father um even roseanne believe it or not like that that family was you know they were trashy but they were a tight-knit family they supported one another they loved one another they were there um you know they had dialogue they had accountability Um, you know so there's a multitude of shows when i was a kid that i got at least exposure to see of what a father could be you know silver spoons growing pains like these are all fathers that I saw the relationship. So I was like, okay, it's possible. And then as I got older, I think this is probably where I was the most fortunate. Um, I, I was surrounded by men in my life mm-hmm. that were good fathers. Right. I think back to uh, one of the, <clears throat> one of the original ones was, uh, his name was Wat Ung, a friend of mine from Malaysia. Oh, I uh, was going <laughs> to say, I didn't know if you said the name or did you cough? H-U-A-T-N-G. Wat Ung is his name. Um, and he was one of the first people who I was exposed to. I was still in high school. Yeah. Um, here he is as an engineer. He had his own business. He was, you know, had an apartment complex. Um, mm-hmm. He was married with kids, and he was such a loving father. And like, I respected this man, his ability to be an earner. Right. But like, he balanced his earning with being a father. Like, he told his kids he loved him. He hugged him. He was there. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, you know, fast forward a couple yeah, years, right. and one of my really good friends, Terrence. He, I was there when he had his daughter when she was born. Um, and here's a band that I respected, you know, I looked to as a, as an equal, as a friend. Um, and then when he, his daughter was around, like he was so loving and like, I would go to his house to watch football and his little daughter was playing with us and he always made sure that she was a priority. Like, so I had a lot of friends that showed me that you don't have to be like a loser to be a dad or, you know, you don't have to be a, a punk or something like you could be a masculine man and still love your children and, and provide for them. So that's kind of what taught me. Even now to this day, if I look at the friends that I have, they're all good fathers, right? Like I even have a friend that I can think of right now that is a questionable, uh a questionable citizen, does some sketchy things. Um, definitely not a good spouse at all. But he's a damn good father, though. He's there for every single one of his kids to like no matter what, he's there for them. Um, and, and so I think that was part of it, right? And so it's easy for me to sit back and say you know, man, I had a crappy father, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do the same thing to my kids, right? right. Like, and a lot of people would be like, yeah, they would make up excuses. You know, you'd have right. you'd have a split stance, right? Half the people would say that's no excuse, right? and the other half of people would say, yeah, I get it. And who would he, who do he, if I felt that way? Who do you think I'm hanging out with? The people mm. who agree and tell me, yeah. So in my world, I'm gonna feel justified with not being there for my kids. Right. At the end of the day, who's the only person that gets hurt? The kids. Doesn't matter what my mentality is. I'm still not giving them what they need, and so I'm I'm keeping that cycle going. And so for me, I think that's the difference between victim and victimhood: is mm-hmm. understanding and acknowledging you were victimized. Yes, it happened. It sucks. It, you know, it's something that that I'm going to have to heal and cope and and, and and get closure on. But it doesn't have to be the end of the story. Yeah, right? there's another page, and so I'm going to choose to overcome that and, and be different and show as an example and blah 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 blah. You've heard it all. There's really something to that. And I think that that, you know, when people hear that, especially people who've, who've experienced real trauma, I think the, the, the natural go-to reactive response is yeah, but you know, yeah, but you don't know my story, but I've been through it worse, or I've had this right. Right. And as Louie pointed out earlier, uh, you are in no position to say how you interact with your pain, right? Like, i've been through things in my life that i would feel are are, are painful and traumatic right um but i can turn to somebody else and see like you know not to put too much out there but i look at my mother's life when she was younger holy shit Mm. (laughs) like if they wrote down some of that stuff and put it in a lifetime movie you still wouldn't believe that that's even Mm. possible and that was her life so comparatively speaking i had like a great life right but then i could look at somebody else who's had a, a, a wonderful, loving, structured household with two parents and everything's been great, and, you know, and, and I can look at them and be like, dude, you had the awesome, perfect life. But yet when you speak to them, they're going to find moments in their lives where they didn't feel like they had that. Yeah. And so it's all relative and it's all subjective. We're in no position to judge anybody else's pain. You know, so I, I think that we all have to kind of collectively realize the concept of, yes, it happened, but we can get over it. And and if you want to stay in that, yeah, but mentality, nobody's going to stop you. But I think you'll find life takes on a different perspective when you accept what it is, not what you wanted it to be.
1: You know, you're a perfect example of of when we talk about the father who... You know, shows up to all of his kids games and practices and people go, man, that's awesome. You know, you must have had a great dad. And they go, well, actually, no, I didn't have a great dad. Uh, My dad never came to any of my games or any of my practices, which is why I come because I know how important that is. Um, Or they said, yes, I did have a great dad. And my dad came to all my games, and came to all my practices, and I know how good that made me feel. So I I, I do the same. So the same outcome can be had by either. And you and you're that you're that person that's, that's able to, to focus on the outcome rather than, you know, uh, all the reasons why it can't happen. Uh, and I think we do need to do that. I think we need to do that Trinity in, in, in a lot of different things in, in our life uh, and not just in parenting, but just even uh, you know, just walking around this, this world of ours, you know, so many of you um, you get upset with a certain scenario and, and Trinity and I is weird because here's, here's one thing that, that, that uh, you and I both use the same kick the dog thing and, and didn't know each other so so where we got that from i have no clue because I, I don't remember when that. i got it but you know it's it's a, it's a at least a 30 year old story right and, and it's like weird when i heard you say it, i was like wow there's another one you know but all of us know that you know if a dog is getting kicked in at home it didn't start there you know it could have started with the person spilling coffee on themselves and then as they spill coffee they accidentally go into somebody's lane and then now that person's mad because you came in their lane and they flicked you off and then so they raced to work uh and and you know they but anyway so they the argument the negativity goes and bleeds throughout the day and so at the end of the day somebody goes home and kicks their dog because negativity continues right it's energy negative energy will continue to flow but trinity and i are big believers that positive energy can flow to it it might be a little bit harder uh there's a lot more in the way of it and it's not as easy to 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 give it to somebody else but look man when you say good morning to somebody, when you say hello to somebody, when you text just a randomly that you're thinking about them or, or call them, uh, you smile at somebody w- when you're passing by, you, you actually listen to somebody when they're, when, when they're talking to you rather than just waiting for your opportunity to speak. Um, if you actually engage in this world, just a little bit more then you're, you, you're doing your part. Look, you do that enough. And I guarantee you positive stuff is coming at you. I guarantee you. Like when Trinity says your picker's broke, some of you, your picker really is broke. Um, uh, you know, some of you just fish with the wrong bait and therefore, you know, you can't get mad that, that you catch what you catch when you, when you, when you fish a certain way, you know, you got to change the way you fish. Uh, but some of you, you, you know, you see early signs that this person is just going to hurt you. And yet you stay in that situation and you don't have to, you really don't have to. I know, I know you tell yourself time and time again, well, we just have history. You know, we've, we've been together for a long time. So you stay in situations, uh, longer than you should. Well, history is history. You know, that, that's exactly what it is. History doesn't we don't continue history. Look, Roman history is awesome. Look, we all go to Rome. We embrace it. Wow. Wow. This is great. But none of us go there and go, God, remember when they used to just come and just grab everybody and, and make them all <laughs> slaves? You know, Like none of us talk about Roman slavery. Like, like you know, what yeah. I mean, like we, if I say slavery today, we all think, you know, United States slavery. Dude, Rome did it bigger and worse than any other country could ever do it, than any other humanity could ever do it. Rome enslaved everyone it conquered. It really did. And, and, and you had no rights for 500 years of it. You know? So, so it, it, was, it was dominant. Uh, and, and so this stuff existed in our lifetime. But you know what? We don't, we don't embrace that kind of history because it's way too old. Well, that's what we have to do with our own personal history, except I don't have the luxury of waiting 500 years to get over it. (laughs) You know, I got to, if if I want to move forward, I got to find a way to get through it and over it now. Um, And that's not callous about it. It's just like, but that's where spirituality comes into play. That's where philosophy comes into play. If you don't have a philosophy that helps you get through hard times, if you don't have a spirituality or a faith that helps you get through tough times, then that's what you're missing. Then that's what you need to work on. That's what you need to find because someone else does. I promise you someone else out there Does. Trinity, I'll never forget. I met, you know, I, went, I was at this meeting and I was, God, I was in my early 20s. And I walk in this meeting and, I, and at that time in my life, I didn't know how to relate to people other than aggressive and blah, 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 whatever. So, so this guy is sharing in a meeting that he has these, and I think it was twin sons. They got sexually abused by this dude. Twin son, little, little boys. They got sexually abused by this, friend, this person. And so after the meeting, I go up to the guy and I thought I was being a good friend. I liked the guy. We had talked a little bit, but this is the first time he actually shared openly about something. I guess the guy got away with it. Like the case was over and the guy got away with it. And for some yeah. reason there wasn't enough proof. So the guy was set free. So I yeah. went up to the guy and I thought I was being a good friend. I said, listen, man, if you want to go take care of that, I'm here with you, man. I'm your, I'm your boy. You know, let's, let's, let's go, let's go handle it. And I thought I was being a friend. I really did. And, and he looks at me, and goes, oh, Louis, that's, you know, I appreciate that, but that's not why I mention it. No." I mention it because I don't want to do that. I I want to forgive them. I want to find a way to forgive them, and I'm trying to let that go. And that's why I spoke, dude. I felt like such a dork, man. I was like, I I left her like at first in my head. My my initial instinct was like, dude, that's he's an idiot. That's you know, what are you talking about? Like, I could not get it, Trinity. But yeah. the reason here I am, thirty years later, thirty three years later, really. Uh, 31 years later still remembering that story as vividly as when it happened is because that guy showed me that he was embracing his faith to get through something that look even if he would have acted upon it what was that going to do he was that it still happened yeah it still happened so he was looking for a way that he could process through it without it causing more damage to himself and to his family and to his life how do i get it's already damaging now i can further damage it by thinking i'm resolving it when all i'm going to do is put myself in prison Right. Or, or do something that I'm not morally going to be okay with. Or I can use my faith in, in in my programming that I'm that I'm working on to get over it. And I was like, whoa, man. I want that. And I remember thinking, I want that. I whatever that, whatever that is, whatever kind of faith that is, instead of making fun of it or telling them, ah, dude, you're trying to believe in something that doesn't exist. Uh, we're just all here for nothing. We're all here to just run havoc and then we we die into nothing. I was like, what good does that do that just has me behaving poorly whereas whatever he believes makes him somebody that i want to be around that's the kind of neighbor i want
0: well it not? the kids
1: yeah so why not be the kind of neighbor i want rather than believe the way i believe which just doesn't give me any kind of comfort in any bad situation it just it just makes me feel okay with doing harm self-harm uh harm to others harm period I wanted what that guy had that day, man. And, and so I'll never forget that. So I, so I think that, that all of us could, could do that, right? If we find a yeah. faith or a philosophy that can help us get through really bad moments uh, or, or through bad ways of thinking, we need that more than we need somebody just agreeing with us. I, I don't need a yes, man. Please, no, just, I- I- if you want to be in my life, just because you want to <laughs> agree with me. Uh, I, I don't need that. I agree with me. I, I you know what I mean? I, I already have that. I can yeah. look in the mirror. I can agree with me all day long. You know, you ever see that, 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 that God, I can't say it like this. All right. Um, there was a time I was so arrogant that I thought no matter how I looked, I look great, right? Sure, you ever, you ever meet that person who goes, ah, I look great? Uh, no, you don't, sure. no, you, you don't look as great as you think, but, it, but but that's okay because you need that confidence is what's sexy, the confidence sure. is what people like, and you know what, some of us that don't look that great, you know, need to believe that we look great so that we can walk around confident, and I and I like that. The confidence is what I like, and I think that's what we all like um yeah. and, and just like we all are we all think confidence is sexy we also think um taking responsibility is sexy if you can yeah. walk around taking responsibility for what you do we, we we are very attracted to that as a friend and a, a, as a person <laughs> in our yeah. life
0: well the, the other thing that you mentioned earlier well first off i, I want to say about the whole uh, uh you know vengeance and things of that nature um I, I people have asked me that before especially once i had kids and i've always told them Um, I don't know what I would do in those types of situations. Um, but I've been open and honest and says, I hope that I'm able to forgive them. And everybody does look at me like I'm crazy. And it's like, dude, think of it this way, man. If I were to go out and do something vindictive or vengeful to somebody, um, and let's say I was successful. Great. That person paid. Awesome. But now my child is victimized again because now they don't have their father. I just single-handedly took their father away from them. Mm -hmm. Um, it's such a selfish thing to want to be vengeful. It's not really helping my kids by going and attacking this person. It's making me and only me feel good period. Um, Anyways, no, there's something else you touched on earlier that I kind of want to reiterate too. And and it, it can come off callous, but sorry. Um, So we've, there's a show out now that I think a lot of people are talking about. I've already seen, and it's phenomenal, very well done, very well acted. uh, Dahmer, Mm -hmm. which To me, it was interesting. A lot of younger kids didn't even know about Dahmer. Like, for me, it was a huge deal. Like, it happened in the 90s, man. Like, that's all we talked about when it happened. But, you you know, for years, the name Dahmer has been synonymous to like crazy and serial killer, right? Like, it's a name like Ted Bundy, you know, that you mention when you're trying to make a point of being crazy or hurting Mm -hmm. people or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not going to go all Dahmer on you or something. Um, and, And this show that's out, definitely covers the the horrific nature of everything but it also kind of covers the beginning stages right where it shows in the beginning like kind of how it all came together um and i don't think that anybody on this planet that i've ever spoken to has not put two and two together and figured out it it probably had to suck for him growing up to turn out that way Mm. but unanimously you know what the one thing that they all agree on nobody gives a shit nobody cares nobody cares what he's gone through the only thing everybody cares about is the people he's hurt and the things he's done to him period nobody's right. like oh i'm so sorry for him right. maybe now because of the show right i think the 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 consensus i've seen from many people is like geez like you know how could they not found it out sooner um you know there's no no telling why that happened and blah 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 but in the end nobody cares that's right, the only thing they care about is the fact that this dude went on and victimized so many other people. That's right, not only the, the immediate victims, but the families of those victims. Just right. he hurt a lot of people, right? And that's what people care about, right? And so, the same thing with us you know, that's that phrase, hurt people, hurt people. Right? It only makes the person who did it feel good, <laughs> it doesn't make the other people who got hurt feel any better to know that that person who hurt them, oh, they they still happen to be hurt as well. And so, why that's why it's so important that it's on us to learn how to overcome those things. Because right. at the end of the day, the only person that's really going to care about your hurt is you. Nobody right. else is going to care about it. And, and if you're trying to make other people care about it, the way you go about doing that is by overcoming it. When you overcome it and you share it, people's perspective changes. They're like, man, that's amazing. I can't. Believe. They're so congratulatory. They're so sympathetic and empathetic. Um, so whereas if you don't overcome it and you're just trying to tell all the time why you are the way you are, it's like a turnoff to people. Like they care, but in the opposite direction, they care in a sense of they'll start to say, yeah, but, and, 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 their, yeah, but is yeah, but I know a lot of other people who did had the same thing and they didn't do those. Right. So it's like, you're the only one that thinks that that's justification to do bad things, or you're the only one that thinks that that that's a justification to kind of sit in your misery and just hate life and blame everybody, you know, and, and that's why you find other people who agree because the majority of people, eh, they don't want to be part of that. Cause they've right. all had, they, we've all been victims, everybody to varying degrees. We've all been a victim. And so I, it's so, so important to overcome that victimhood mentality because it, it literally gets you nowhere, man. It really doesn't. Um. Anyways, right. you got any, uh you got any final thoughts you want to put on this before we uh, start getting ready for this hurricane?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like, look, look, we're in a time right now where it, it's easy to find something about you that um, that people judge or that people may not uh, totally appreciate, and and it's kind of in right now to be different. Uh, but but here's what I, I, I as a counselor I can't help but think you're all different, you're all very different, yet you're all exactly the same. Um, yeah. Seriously, for for a person that has counseled people for. 31 years, uh, there's a, a lot of differences in you guys. There's enough differences in you guys, uh, to, 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 uh, help you not compare yourself to others, but there's enough similarities into all of us that allow me to help you heal in a very similar fashion to someone else. Uh, and so we're very, very, there's very little small differences between us. And, and so like when you go to, um, have you ever been to Washington DC in the, the Museum of National Art History or something like that? You ever you ever go there? Um, these,
0: I think so. All I right, so they, so they
1: have the Museum of National Art, and they have these these huge things, right? And there's one thing that has like this, uh, the deer or whatever. It's some like genetic difference between humans and like the 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 the, the prehistoric human, right, and all that stuff. Okay. And it's something like a .005th DNA difference, like to a deer, you know, something really ridiculous to a human. I'm like. <laughs> What? Where'd that come from? You know, because when I think human, I think, all right, you know, supposedly we came from like amoebas and fish and, and monkeys and all this stuff. But then when they tardigrade. start doing yeah, and they start doing it like, yeah, there you go, there you're tardigrade. And then when they start looking like a deer has this much of a difference to a human, I'm like, that's what? How is that possible? But it's it's that kind of stuff, man. It's that kind of stuff that really makes you think, um and, and, and puts it in perspective. And and when you think about how insignificant most of us really are to the greater good of mankind. How insignificant most of us really are to the greater good of mankind. You look, dude, I'm not, I'm, I'm no Martin Luther King Jr. You know, I'm no Elon Musk. You know, these people have done something that that will be, they would live on forever, you know, and, and it, you have to be in awe of some of that when there's so many humans that have existed in time that have been forgotten hell man even our own dna we are having to get apps to find out who our ancestors are because that's how they were forgotten and they're in our own family and and they were forgotten you know you know i can't go past my great great grandparents you know i don't know about you but i I mean how far can you go in your genetic tree out of memory no you need an app to tell you oh that's that relative oh that's that relative you know without that and they were forgotten so trust me as, as memorable as most of us are most of us will will be long forgotten so, so it's it's that important to you now, but there's things that you can do to really help move this whole human experience along, and that's just be a little bit pep- better person to yourself. Therefore, it'll make you better to other people, and then maybe, maybe, um, if you're not the Martin Luther King Jr. or you're not the Elon Musk, that person may cross your path, and you helped inspire that person just a little bit more. You helped be that, per- you know, help that person continue along their path to greatness. So if it's not you, it might be a person you ran into because somebody ran into them. And there's always people that are disrupting someone else's future. You know, uh, David Siegel said it best um, when he says that this 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 epidemic, this this fentanyl pandemic that's happening, we are we're missing out on so much music and so much art and so much expression because so many young people are dying today from fentanyl overdoses that will never listen to the music they could have created. We'll never watch the movies they could have made. We'll never see their artistic expression that would have given us so much entertainment and joy. And man, there's so much truth to that. Uh, well, I want to see that in each and every one of you, because if you're close enough to me that you're hearing my voice right now or seeing me right now, then you're close enough to me that I can be inspired and in an all or, or, or I can be in some sort of enjoyment for something you're doing. And I want to enjoy that. I want you to be a better part of my life, not just some other person that's just making life more frustrating. And that's it. Enjoy the hurricane. And, uh, <laughs> and by the way, you know, I, I was, I, I'm kind of like laughing at when you were saying the fathers that you watched on TV. And yeah. I'm thinking, well, yeah, well, these are the fathers that I embraced on TV Archie Bunker, Fred Sanford, George <laughs> Jefferson. Those are my three. Sure. Father that I looked up to when I was a kid. It, it, there's a there's there's a common
0: denominator. Well, those I, I saw guys. them as well. I mean, and that's where I got my um yeah, sarcasm yeah, and stuff yeah. from for sure. Th- those
1: those were my dads, and then and then the stuff that was before my generation but was still on TV every day. So I watched it. Was the Brady Bunch, you know, yeah, the Brady Bunch, well. and Leave It to Beaver. Those were the constants, right? But that was not. I was like, my dad's too nice and too good. See, that's my dad. My dad is a Leave It to Beaver dad. My dad is a is a is a is a uh, 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 a Wally Cleaver kind of good man. He's just a good man. You know what I mean? Uh, but I liked the, the. I, I'd always tell my dad, look, dad, see, that's how American dads really are. Look, Fred Sanford, George <laughs> Jefferson, uh, uh, Archie Bunker. Dad, that's the way you should be. Every time mom thirsty, you run and go get her something to drink or something. You shouldn't do that. That's not what Archie Bun- Bunker does. She goes and gets him something to drink, dad, not the other way around. And, oh my God, I was so wrong. <laughs> and my dad used to just look at me and say, you're such an idiot. You know, so I'm the opposite. I had a great, role model as a father uh luckily my kids uh, uh, have been able to embrace my father and and know him as their abuelo uh and that's what i hope to be uh i i hope to 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 be as good of a man as, as my dad is and and thank you my mom and dad for giving me me and my brother and me uh, the best life they can give me regardless of of the things that do happen to individuals at least i can't blame them for for anything that's ever happened to me thank you
0: right on um yeah i mean i i saw the other ones as well and, and i watched them and i liked them and i thought they were funny um, but the other ones were at least to me, exposure. Like mm-hmm. I knew that they existed kind of a thing. Like I needed to see that to know that it is out there right. and they definitely planted seeds. Uh, but no, I laughed at the Jeffersons and the laughed. I mean, I, I thought the other ones were hilarious. I was already um, grown
1: by the time you mentioned yours. Though. I was already grown by the, by the time, uh, the, the Cosby's was out. I was, it was done. It was over. Sure. Childhood was um, done. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: anyways. Uh, so, uh, first off, thank you everybody for tuning in um once again if you're local um i hope you are taking the necessary precautions for your area for the hurricane um it is coming and depending on where you're at it is very serious and and um i know the cool thing is to tell everybody how you don't care and everything else um and, and i think for many people that's fine but there's many people that that's not fine like you really should uh take it serious depending on where you're at you know if you're on the coast if you're over there by the tampa or south um you really should be taking precautions um so I, I hope everybody who uh, is connected to somebody down there and listening to this i hope everything is fine and um i'll see you on the other side of it um also uh, make sure you to follow us on social media outlets so you can see what we're doing uh you can watch us on facebook live youtube live or twitch live under dope and dharma and then whatever your major podcasting platform is you can download all of our newest episodes there i think our next one hopefully depending on power will be on friday where we'll do either We the Middle or The Morning After, or some sort of uh, combination thereof, uh, with We the Middle being our political show and The Morning After being our sports show. Then, of course, on Monday evenings, we have The Couch Live. And then on Tuesdays is uh, this hour, the Dharma time. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to reiterate everything that we've said. Um, The main thing is just there is a difference between victim and victimhood. Um, Victim is something we really just can't control. Victimhood is something we can control um it's our job to to heal it's not it's not society's job to accommodate um and, and i think we've said that before in the sense of making our buttons smaller but part of making that button smaller is dealing with your stuff um so often we'll notice that people in our lives especially in relationships like our stuff will trigger our partner's stuff and then their stuff will trigger our stuff, and we're just walking around just triggered by everything that's happened in our life that we haven't dealt with. Um, and the only surefire way to to prevent that is heal. You know, acknowledge what you've been through, acknowledge how it impacted you, and acknowledge how you can move forward without having that lead the way. And the, the onus is on you. Like you're the only person that can overcome that, and you can do that a multitude of ways. There are some people out there who are in a position where they can kind of do it on their own. You know, they can find a spiritual, they can find a religion, they can find books. Um, other people, not so much. Maybe they need to go to therapy. Maybe they need to find somebody. Who, I mean, the only way you'll know is if whatever you are doing is not working, then obviously you need to find a different way. Um, and, and, and what I mean by not working is if you find yourself constantly saying this to everybody around you, if you find yourself constantly in drama, if you find yourself constantly just, you know, throwing your hands in the air and saying this sucks, this isn't working, you're the one that's not working for it right? Like that, that's not the world. That That's not how it operates. That's not how life is supposed to look. Is to constantly go from one problem to the next, throwing your hands in the air. Um, so if that's happening to you, you need to change your mentality. You need to change your approach. You need to heal from some stuff. Um, don't constantly blame the world. Don't constantly think it's other people who need to adjust to your, your issues or your buttons. You got to look inward. You got to deal. You got to have closure on whatever it is that happened to you. Um, the okay practice, I typically use that, you know, when somebody's saying something I don't agree with or whatever, just okay. You know, but it also works internally too. If you're going to say to somebody, Hey, I've been through this. I've been through this. What's your response if the other person just simply says, okay, because then it's like, now what fine? You're right. hundred percent. I agree. Those things happen. Okay. And then if you're, if you have nothing to say after that, then that tells me you need to work on some stuff, right? Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. We've all been through some things, varying degrees of it. We have to be able to pick ourselves up and move on. We have to be able to accept that which has happened to us and and find a way of pushing through and, and contributing somehow to either our lives or other people's lives. So, anyways, that's all I got. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate you. I'm gonna go. I, I, I don't know. I'm no. I don't know what I'm gonna what I need to do for this hurricane, but I'll I'll make last minute preps. But uh, I think the last one i saw was at 11 and it's making a more of a turn so if you're in central florida area i'm talking to you you might want to relook at the path because it's pulling a charlie for those of you don't remember charlie's probably one of the worst ones we had aside from andrew of course uh but it went up the left and kind of turned right and and we were uh, all unsuspecting when it happened so don't let that be you pay attention to the path and uh whatever preparations you have so anyways thanks all and uh now that you know better do better peace (laughs)